Today, we're talking with Brooke Jefferson about the numbers you should be tracking in your photography business. Fun fact, Brooke is actually my business mentor. She helps photographers grow their income in their photography business without paid advertising or outdated tactics. She is a podcaster, uh, the book More Clients podcast. She's a photographer, obviously, a wife and a mama. But one of my favorite things about Brooke is that she also shares her faith right alongside with her business. I highly recommend her blueprint program. It's the no BS step-by-step framework to scale your photography business to full-time income out burning out or sacrificing family time. I've linked Brooke's podcast, Instagram, and the blueprint in the show notes. So be sure to check those out. Hey, photographer mamas. Welcome to the capture the chaos podcast. My name is Brittany Renee. I'm a family and newborn photographer and your future photography BFF and cheerleader. I've learned and implemented strategies that have doubled my photography clients and have given me time freedom to do the things I love. I am ready to share it all with you. Do you wish you could book more newborn and family clients? Do you wish you knew how to find more time to do all the things for your business and still live your best life? Are you looking for that secret sauce to level up your sessions? Right now, your business probably looks like confetti on the floor after a birthday session. A bit of a mess. Your life is busy, chaotic, and it is filled with joy. If you're ready to build a business that fits into that wonderful life, you're in the right place. Throw in a load of laundry, pour yourself some coffee or a glass of wine, I'm not judging, and edit some photos. Let's get ready to grow, mama. I have Brooke here with us today. Brooke, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Hi, Brittany. Thanks for letting me come on your show. It's so cool to, I know you've been on mine. So for me to come back and be on yours is really exciting. So yay, so excited for that. So my name is Brooke Jefferson. I am a family photographer in Oklahoma. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. And I would say the majority of what I do is business coaching for photographers, helping them run profitable and sustainable businesses where they don't feel like they're constantly overwhelmed and spinning their wheels and stuck in the, oh my goodness, like I'm so desperate for more clients. So my goal is to equip them, empower them, and give them that profitable and sustainable business that they are dreaming of. That sounds really good. You Fun fact, Brooke is literally the reason why we have a podcast right now. Um, I would not have started a podcast without your encouragement. So thank you. I remember the day that we introduced the idea of you having a podcast and you were like, uh, you know, I don't think Absolutely. I'm anywhere ready for that, but I'm so glad that you started one. And I know we had a couple other girls that have since started podcasts in our little conversation group too. So um proud of y'all. Welcome to the podcasting club. <laughs> It it literally has been the best thing that I think I've ever done. I enjoy it way more than I ever could have thought that I did. So thank you. Appreciate it. Of course. (laughs) Brooke is going to be talking to us about uh, the numbers you should be tracking in your business. And I'm so glad you're here to talk to us about that because numbers, I failed math like all the time and anything with numbers, I just glaze over. So I will be taking notes so I can remember everything you said (laughs) because I'm going to, I'm going to take track my note, um, track my numbers this year, going to do it. Well, one of the interesting things is I never liked math. My daughter, 
actually, when we asked her, like, what's your favorite subject? She's in the fourth grade and she's like math. And I'm like, whose child are you? Because her dad and I both are like, we are not math wizards. Like, mm -mm, I don't know where she got that from me. I'm like English and grammar and like, give me all that stuff. And so anyway, all that being said, you do not have to like math to be able to look at numbers. But here's the thing. Don't you like making money? Don't you like doing a little happy dance every time you get bookings that if you enjoy that, then it's really important that you are tracking certain numbers in your business because there's power in knowing your numbers. And we're not going to really get into like a lot of like the technical number side of things because that can be boring. So we're not, we're not really even talking about that, but we are talking about power behind knowing your numbers and ultimately what those numbers are, when to track them and why you should be tracking them in the first place. And this is something that I did not do for a really long time. And so the biggest mistake you can make in your business is to ignore everything that's happening. For you to literally look the other way and just hope that it, that your business is doing a good job. And another thing, a really important thing that I instill to all of my clients and all of my students is this, you cannot rely on your feelings of how your business is going, because there will be months where you naturally, like you're just going to deal with a lot more of the mindset stuff Mm -hmm. and it's going to take you out and you're going to naturally think I am failing at my business, but the data and the numbers might actually show you that you're doing a great job in your business. You are getting very close to your booking goal, but because you are stuck on focusing on your feelings and those mindset issues, and you haven't paid attention to your numbers, you can make some deadly decisions, not paying attention. So you know what, right now is an excellent time to like, think about that because it's January family photographers. We're not booking much because everyone did their family photos already. And I know, because I've been doing this for a really long time that I'm going to see a dip in January and February. It's normal. Um, And but if you don't, have a pattern or, you know, ha- aren't tracking those patterns, you probably won't know that. And you're like, what, what is happening right now? Okay. First of all, I love that you brought that up. I call it the dip, right? It is the dip and entrepreneurship. If you guys have ever seen those graphics that float around social media of entrepreneurship, and it looks like a roller coaster or an up and yeah. down trend, that is so normal. There has never been a business in any industry that has ever just had, a, you know, like a, like a straight line or just looking like you hit the top of the hill and you never come down. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not realistic. And so I think, first of all, understanding, I know this is a hard time of year. This is the time when we start relying on those feelings that I was talking about. And we think so-and-so is doing good because they have a better social media presence or, you know, whatever the case may be, but we don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. And, you know, real talk, I still struggle with this. In fact, just a couple of days ago, I had to have my one-on-one coach instill some mindset into me and tell me, like, bring me back to reality. It's not, you don't have to rely on your feelings. Like, let's look at your data and focus on what you're doing. And like, let's stop focusing on what everybody else is doing. So Mm -hmm. I think the mindset of knowing your numbers first is a really good place to start because once you know how to track what's going on in your business, you're going to be able to make better business decisions. So you don't have to guess like, oh, should I invest in new photography gear? Should I get that new mirrorless camera everybody keeps talking about? (laughs) Or should I go invest in this program or this coach that I really want to work with? 
knowing your numbers and paying attention to those things is going to give you the freedom, the profit, the ability to be able to invest without you having to guess. You should not be guessing when you are investing in anything in your business. And and in, in the beginning, like really stepping back into Brooke back 2014, probably to 2016, 17, I was really getting my feet wet and I, and I still didn't really understand my worth as far mm-hmm. as, and I really do hate that saying, you know, I hate that saying, but I know that phrase, it really resonates with people. And so I, I didn't, I didn't do any of this back then. I wasn't yeah. looking, I was just constantly taking blind action and mm-hmm. hoping for the best. And yes, I'm thankful it worked for me, but there's a lot of things that I would do had I actually been paying attention. So, okay. So I want to move into, so when are we actually supposed to be tracking these things we're about to talk about? So I want to make this as easy and as simple as I possibly can for you, because I know you're busy like me. I know you're wearing multiple hats like me. And the last thing in the world that we want to do is sit down and look at data. Okay. Like that's not the most exciting thing we could be doing. We'd rather be out actually having the session or opening the email, showing us that someone booked us. But again, this is crucial that you're tracking your numbers. So I like to have an end of the month reflection. It doesn't have to be on the last day of the month. You can choose when this, it could be the last Friday. It could be the very last day of the month. It could be, you know, within the first week of February, you're looking back at January. So I don't care when you do this, but pick a day, one day each month, give yourself one to two hours to sit down and do this. And if you need to do it in chunks, do it in chunks. If you need to take 15 to 30 minutes for a couple of days in a row to track these things, that's okay too. Um, So that's what I want you to be doing. And some of these things, you'll want to track as you go. It'll make sense when we start talking about what it is. But for the for the most part, a lot of this stuff, you can just look back. So it can do its thing. And then you're just going to look back at what your numbers are telling you. So before I lose you, let's talk about what are those numbers that you should be tracking. So there's two categories here. There is your overall business metrics. And then there are your marketing metrics. So those are the two buckets. So we're going to dive into the business metrics because this is the one that is the most important. Marketing's fun. Marketing's great, but you've got to start with this other bucket first. So I want you to be tracking your inquiries slash leads, whatever you want to call them. Okay. So for every person, whether it's an Instagram DM message, whether it is someone filling out your contact form, a friend running into you at the grocery store and mentioning that she needs to get on your calendar for a photography session. Real talk that happens to me all the time. And so <laughs> yeah, that does have a lot. <laughs> I'm out in public. I'm not going to remember, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, go to the website, right? Fill out my contact form. But um, it doesn't matter. Whatever counts as someone verbally um, expressing interest in your services, you're going to count that as an inquiry or a lead, okay? Now, if you want to, I don't care where you track this information, but this is the only one, this one in the bookings that I kind of recommend you track as you go, just because leads and inquiries can be really hard to go back and look at 30 to 40 days of old messages. That's a lot of wasted time for you to, um, for you to go back. Right. And so, um, as you get these in, I would recommend even in your phone, phone app, like, let's make this so simple, get your notes app out, literally title it. Um, leads for January. And then every time you get one, go mark their name down. And what I like to do is I like to type in their name 
And then in parentheses, I like to say, where was it from? That way I know mm. like, if I forget, right, to follow up with them or I'm going to follow up with them, I don't have to be like, well, I thought it was, I thought it happened on Facebook Messenger, but actually it happened over on the Instagram DMs. Like that, you're wasting time yeah. not tracking those things. So that's the very first thing. And then of course your bookings, you can do the exact same thing. I'm hoping most of you have a system, a CRM system, an Irisworks, a honey book or whatever it is you're using. I hope you have a system to where you don't have to manually track these things because at the end of the month, all you got to do is go back and count them up. How many bookings <laughs> did you actually get for that month, right? So those are the top two, leads and bookings. And then you go a little bit deeper, okay? So those are the top two. And if, if that's all you want to track, until you get into the swing of this for a couple of months, you have my permission to do so. But for some of you, you're like, I'm on track it all. So there's a few <laughs> more things in this category that you can track. Look really intentionally when you're looking at what those bookings were, what were they booking? What's the number one service for that month that got booked? What's the number one package that got booked? Okay. So when you look at this and you track it for a whole entire year, then you get to go back this time next year and you're already going to know, okay, so I really could push for this thing because last year it did really, really well in the spring. Mm -hmm. And then in the fall, I know this thing doesn't get booked as much. And so I can push a different package or something. So yeah, that is more specific. And then your upsell. So if you do, if you do gallery upsells, additional images, prints and products, just track what's selling. And then what was your overall revenue from that? So, you know, my um, one issue with Iris works is that I can't see what my gallery upgrades were. So I have no idea. Like I know like what my revenue for the month was. And unless I'm going to go in and specifically track, it's really hard to see unless you know of a secret that I don't know about on Iris. <laughs> no. So I actually use my gallery hosting platform mm -hmm. to go track what the upsells were. Oh, because so you upsell through the gallery, right? You don't yeah. do soft proofs. Okay. So that would right. be the difference is, um, yeah, yeah I, I don't edit the photos until they've given me money. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. So, and I think that just depends on your, on your business model mm -hmm. per se on whatever yeah. you have, but yeah, so I'm typically tracking these things through the CRM system, which is Iris works. You've already mentioned that. And then my gallery service, I'm using cloud spot. So I'm able to literally go in there and just track what were my sale orders? What did they order? And so mm -hmm. it's just, it's, you know, and I honestly, if you want a nice, pretty way to track all this, you could create yourself a spreadsheet, just a simple spreadsheet if you yeah. want to. And uh, go to Etsy. They have some really cool tracking templates that I found that you can track, like it just lets you track whatever you want to, and they'll build it out for you. Um, oh. I use, I use Google sheets cause I don't actually have like Microsoft Excel. And so, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like you literally download it, you click it open and boom, you have a tracking spreadsheet. Yeah. So that's I, really cool. I love that you can use it on your phone. You can wherever, cause you know, I'm not, you don't care my computer. And I don't want to wait until I get home to do these yeah. things. So if you could do it on Google spreadsheets and it just, Absolutely. it's right there, that'd be really convenient. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So the last two things that fit into this category is literally your expenses and the profit that you have left over. So this is kind of its own category. So I'm just going to make this really quick, but this is you tracking your, your income and your expenses, and then seeing what's left over at the end of the month. You've got to be tracking this. And yeah. I have, I have entire episodes over this. I don't know if you've covered this yet, Brittany, but like oh. this is so, so, so important. 
um, for people to track where their money's going and where their money's coming from, which if you're doing this, it'll be very easy for you to go see how many bookings and, and what you actually got paid for because it's going to show on this spreadsheet. And that's called a profit and loss spreadsheet. That's going to be different than tracking your metrics. So I'm not going to confuse anybody, but I had to add those last two in there um, because that is going to help you make business decisions too. Just like, I know, I know you don't use QuickBooks, right? You use it. I do actually. You do? Okay. So I love, I love QuickBooks self-employed because I use my business card. It goes straight into QuickBooks and then it automatically um, just tracks what I spent and then what came in. And I work with um, a bookkeeper three times a year, only three times a year. We go through and we categorize everything. So that way at the end of the season for taxes, it's already boom, 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 boom. But that is for another day. Actually, I'm going to have her on um, in a couple of like because I'm like, uh, numbers, not so good, not so good for Brittany. So let's have someone else talk about that. Yes, I love that. And that's why I didn't think we needed a deep dive on that part. But that does fit into this business metrics camp. So that ties up business metrics. Again, you're watching the activity that's happening on a sales side of your business. You know, you need to know you need to be tracking your leads. Because if you're not, then you don't even know what that conversion rate is, which I know is a big term. All it means is (laughs) out of all the leads that you had, how many actually booked you and became clients? That is really important numbers, especially Mm -hmm. if you ever get a coach. Um, So they can help you figure out, well, why are you only booking 30% when you should really be booking like 50 to 60, even 70% of all of the leads that are coming into you. So that is camp number one. (laughs) All right. This other one is probably easier to understand. This is going to be your marketing metrics. And this is you paying attention to you bringing awareness to your business so that in turn, you're getting more leads, more bookings, all those things. So uh, on this one, short and sweet, it's website analytics, email marketing statistics, and social media statistics. That's what falls into this particular category. So for your website analytics, I use Google Analytics. I highly recommend you use Google Analytics. Um, If you don't, like literally go sign up. Google is amazing and will walk you step by Mm -hmm. step how to do this, how to set it up, what to put on your website. If you can do this, you're going to see, am I paying for something just to have an expensive, pretty little website that's not working for me? Or am I actually getting traffic to my website? Because if you're not, if you're getting two page visitors a month, then you then that tells you where you need to focus your attention. Okay, I've got something is not right with my website. I need to figure out, you know, what's wrong. Email marketing statistics. If you are using email marketing for your clients, you're looking at things like how many emails did I send over the month of January, which when I like it does not need to be a lot. In fact, one email per month could be enough for your audience. Mm-hmm. Maybe enough. Yeah. It could get you some bookings. Um, I would say, like, I pro- I would not really exceed probably more than like two. Um, for most family photographers, is who I'm speaking to because I don't think it's necessary. So I would mm-hmm. say two emails per month, awesome. So now that you sent those, go back and look how many. Like, what's the open rate? How, like, if you sent it to 300 people on an email list. How many people actually opened it? Because that's important. If you've got a very low open rate, then we need to work on who's on our list or we need to work on what are we sending in the email? 
Um, and so that's what you're looking at and, and click rate. What are people clicking on? Are they clicking on your booking link? Are you putting a booking link in your email? <laughs> um, are they clicking over to your Instagram? Uh, and then that's it, right? And so then you're following the, the rabbit hole. Well, if they clicked on my Instagram, when's the last time I posted? Because yeah. if it was April of 2022, a, you know, over a year ago or a year ago, I guess, really, um, then they probably think, oh, maybe she's not in business anymore. And mm -hmm. so that's why it's so important to do all three of these things. And then social media stats. I want to talk about this one for just a second. When you're tracking your social media statistics, first of all, pick your platform. What, what is your main platform? If you don't know what your main platform is, go back to last year and look at where did all of your bookings come from? Was there one platform that stood out from the other one? And was it a result of your consistency? Like if you say Facebook, is it because you were showing up on Facebook and putting content out on a semi-regular basis? Okay, awesome. Did you not post one time on Instagram? And so that naturally led to zero bookings. Okay, so now you kind of need to look at where am I showing up? And then I don't want you looking at followers or likes or all those vanity metrics. That's not what counts here. Right. You need to go deeper into, and I'm so thankful Instagram has gotten so smart uh, and you can go into your insights and you can see mm -hmm. website clicks, new follows, which follows. That's great. I think it should be going up each month. It's not about who it's not about how many it's about yeah. the, the quality of your audience and you need to pay attention to those things. And so look at well, what actually matters. Am I getting website clicks? Am I getting story replies? Who's in my DMS? And so when you're tracking your website, your email and your social media, it's going to give you a good picture of yeah. what is happening, what's working and where you're wasting your time. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I, I like to, I like to say that followers don't equal money. Um, and so if people are like working with the algorithm, like, oh, the algorithm's so hard to work with, but maybe you're in your stories all the time and you're getting bookings from Instagram. Like yep. you're doing it right then. Like if you're getting all these bookings from Instagram, even though the algorithm hates you, so you think, um, and you don't have thousands of followers, that's okay. As long as they're good followers, you know, quality followers, which yeah, exactly. you would know from looking at your metrics. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And so both of these categories and tracking these sets of metrics are really, really important. I know it's a lot, especially if you're like, I'm not tracking anything. Like I couldn't even tell you how much profit I made last year. Then ease your way, pick some of these things that really stood out to you and track those. But at the very, very, very least, just promise me you'll start paying more attention to the leads, tracking those, how many you're getting per month and where they're coming from. And then how many of those actually became bookings for you. That is my one big ask from tracking yeah. your numbers. Well, you know, I'm a big fan of setting goals and how can you set goals if you don't know where you're at right now, right? Like it's impossible to set a goal, but like, I want to do this, but you don't, you need to know where you are in order to be able to set that goal. Yeah. And on the flip side too, um, it's so important for you to define the finish line. What is that? What are you wanting to do in 2023 so that you can work it backwards? And if then if you're not tracking, how do you even know you hit your goals? Because right. what a lot of people do is they hop on a masterclass, could have been mine. I don't know. I love goal setting. So I do these workshops and people throw out all these goals and all these things they want to accomplish. But then all of a sudden, like mid-year, I'm like, how are we doing on their on those goals? And they're like, I didn't even write the goals down. I just <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like it was just yeah. in the moment yeah. share. 
And mm-hmm. so, um, so that really would be the the first place before you start tracking. Because the whole point of tracking is to see how close you are to hitting your goals. So I love, mm-hmm. love, love that you said that. Yeah. What's the next thing? Okay. So again, once you know all of those numbers, we talked about the what, pick and choose yours. And then now, so we're kind of, we're going to work our way backwards. So I I gave it to you backwards, the steps on purpose, so we could wrap it back up and tie it with a bow. So now you know what numbers you're tracking. So we're going to go back up to point two, which was when to track these numbers. So right now, go set a date in your calendar, maybe two days if you need 30 minutes here and 30 minutes there. And I would track your number. So whatever month you're listening to this, go set a date for you to look back at the month you're listening to this in right now. Go set it with a reminder so your calendar will notify you so that you will actually follow through with tracking your numbers. And then from there, all the way back up to the very top point we talked about was now you know your numbers so you can make better decisions, right? So you're going to be able to say, based on here's here's what's happening. And if you're not hitting your goals, you're going to be able to say, like, I would take a highlighter. I love doing this. Or even on Google Sheets, if you're going to track this stuff in a spreadsheet, I color code. So I give myself like, I'll, I'll highlight a color for everything that I like knocked out of the park that I think mm-hmm. we're doing well. And then I will, with another color, usually a yellow, things that probably need my attention. Mm-hmm. Things that, you know, if I'm like, okay, the website's looking a little wonky. Why is there no traffic? Then I start thinking backwards. How can I bring more traffic to my website? Do I need to look into my SEO? Do I need to hire somebody to come in here and figure it out for me? Do I need to link up my website somewhere <laughs> else? Um, and so that's just an idea of some of the things that you're going to see. Can I just... So I did a coaching call with someone and she wasn't getting any traffic from her website. Her website had zero across the board because it wasn't um, indexed on Google. And so she had had that website up for who knows how long and it wasn't, it was not doing her any good. So she, maybe if she would, well, she tracks it now and she knows what her metrics are for her website now, but you could be paying how much a month on, for your website and it's literally doing nothing for you. Yeah. Websites are not cheap. And again, that is why tracking website analytics is important. And once you have it on Google analytics, usually Google will prompt you that, Hey, your site is not indexed. And so, yes, I love that point. So once you do that, then Google can read your website in the way that in Google's language. And then from there, you will start seeing an increase on some website traffic. So yes, great point, Brittany. Good point. I put it in my calendar. I'm tracking my numbers the last Monday of the month. Okay, everybody keep me accountable. (laughs) Oh, I I will. I'm going to have to like chime back in and be like, hey, girl, did you track your metrics? That's going to be the day that someone's homesick from school. Absolutely. That's okay. You're going to do it anyway. It's going to be great. (laughs) I will. I will. Yeah. So that's what I have for you as far as the numbers you should be tracking in your business. And I just really want to encourage you guys, don't make the mistake of just like, shying away from them because you're nervous for what they're going to show you. Your numbers are there to guide you so that you know what actions to take so you can book more clients. Absolutely. I love that. I'm I'm motivated to track my numbers more. I do track some numbers. I just don't track everything. I'm more of like a eyeballer, <laughs> which yeah. I, I do want. I even made a spreadsheet last year, last July, and I, I never used it. So now I need to actually put it in my calendar to actually use it now. So thank you. Thank you for all your tips. 
Oh, absolutely. One of my favorite things to talk about because as creatives, we typically don't have that business driven mm -hmm. mind. And so these are things that you have to learn. So proud of you for also learning the things and leading the way. And maybe we can do a fun challenge. Maybe I'll set something in my calendar for February 1st or March 1st or whatever month we want. And we'll just see how many people are actually sitting down tracking their numbers. I think that'd be cool Ooh, to see. That yeah. would be really cool. I like that. Do, the, do this one thing. Don't just listen to this episode. I am a really big stickler for not just consuming a whole bunch mm -hmm. of podcast. I, and I'm so, um, guilty of this myself. Don't just listen, but like at least take action on one of the things we talked about. Mm -hmm. You don't even have to do all of these. I know this was a lot, but again, pick two, three numbers that you're going to track and then set that in your calendar and actually do it. That is my one big ask from you guys that are listening to this. And going on that, I am, I'm either going to go all in or I'm, or nothing. That's kind of like how I, I want to be. Um, and then I ended up doing nothing because I couldn't do it perfectly. And so I've learned to one, eliminate barriers and not shoot for perfection. So, you know, tracking my profits and, and uh, expenses and things like that, that, that was, you know, that's my baseline. That's where I'm going to start. So if you start one, one place, that's, that's enough at least to start. And then you can add more and go on. And, and grow from there. So start somewhere, start, just start. Is that what you say? You say, just start, start scared. And start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Very good. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I'd love to hear what you thought about today's episode or any questions you might have. Drop me a DM on Instagram at Brittany Renee underscore photo. And if you haven't already, be sure to join the free Facebook group. That's bit.ly slash capture the chaos FB. And lastly, it would help me out so much if you could leave me a review on Apple podcasts. Reviews help boost ratings so I can reach other photographers who need a friend in the community just like you. Again, thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time.